Warning, this podcast will contain spoilers about the series Hunted Australia. It'll contain some strong language and at some point may even contain a dog. Hide and Seek is a childhood classic game played by children all around the globe. But how about when they become grown-ups? Could they leave behind the lives they built and stay hidden in order to win a cash prize, evading capture from their country's elite team of hunters? My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. In 2022, we discovered the UK version of Hunted and became obsessed. We've since found out about Hunted all around the globe. And for this series of the podcast, we're going down under to talk all things Hunted Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. I've just received information that we have 18 fugitives in two vehicles headed towards the Melbourne area. Copy, Chief. Hello, Jordan. We'll review the footage and stand by. You've got to trust your instincts. I know you thought you were trusting them today. Maybe you were. We don't know if they came. That's just it. We don't. The thing that scares me the most about going on the run is paranoia. Just that whole unknown element of will we be hunted today? Surveillance in Australia, I just feel like everyone's being watched. If I can't outsmart the hunters, then how am I supposed to do my own job? It's almost conflicting to normally be the good guy. You're the bad cop now. Yeah, you still have to win. Why not my house? I mean, that's an option. That's a rookie error. Like, only because it's the first night. They'll be thinking, well, who are they going to reach out to first? I quite honestly don't think it's going to be an issue tonight. That's the access point right there for vehicles. So if we're going to deploy a sentry camera on that, we want to have it in a position that can cover the driveway and on foot straight at the front door. Oh, Delta team, what I need is you to put a camera up so we can see all access points, keep them under surveillance, do not get compromised. Is there anyone in the car? Oh, look, they might be leading down. We're going to lose Jackie in a minute. Is that Jackie? That's Jackie. Jackie! Oh, hunters. So it's time to get your capture pants on and run away from the hunters. It's not the hunters I'd worry about, it's the 400,000 crocodiles and 140 species of land snake. It's okay, no snakes and crocodiles are going to get you here, we're still in the UK. Jordan might though. Good point. Welcome to the Hunted Podcast. Welcome back to the Hunted Podcast. Great to have you with us as well. And hello, or should that be good day to any new people that might be listening. Uh, who are located down in Australia. Is it down in Australia or up in Australia? I suppose it's... Across in Australia? Across in Australia. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Global maps. This is going to cruise a, a problem for us, isn't it? <laughs> we don't know where places are. No, we don't. <laughs> so this is going to be very, very fun. I do know though, that there's a Mansfield in Australia, which we'll come on to later There on. is. So what's the purpose then of this podcast? We've obviously titled it Hunted Australia, so there's a little bit yeah. of clue there. But just tell us a little bit more about why it is we're sitting in front of the microphones talking about something which is not hunted uk because we discovered 
that there is an Australian version of Hunted, which was produced last year on TV last year, and it has the UK Hunted very own Ben in it. Yes, so Ben is, I think he's equivalent of deputy yes. in this series, but he's also been on the US version and he has basically has. helped to launch the US version and the U, uh, the AU version um, by having that little bit of a crossover. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's an opportunity for him and Danny, good on them, to uh, go and work <laughs> in some much better climates than the stuff we office somewhere else on the outskirts of London. And chasing hunt. Uh, fugitives round Mansfield. Yeah, absolutely. How times have changed. Although, you know, I suppose technically they are still chasing fugitives around Mansfield because there's a Mansfield in yeah. Australia. Anyway, basically, all four, aka Channel, Channel 4, 4, that's the app. Channel 4, the app, has put all the episodes of Hunted Australia on there to watch. As it stands as we're recording this, some bloke is having a crown put on his head. Yep. And I think he's already got the crown on his head. Oh, okay. It's it's about ten past one on the Saturday afternoon. We're bored and some bloke's got a crown on his head. Yeah, so we decided to watch the first episode of Hunted Australia last night, record this. It could be two or three months before you're actually getting to listen to this. Yeah. Because as it stands, we don't actually know when the next series of the UK Civilian Hunters coming out. Nope. We've got a couple of episodes planned, which we're recording in the next couple of weeks with some people to tie up Celebrity Hunters yep. series. So this might be out like in two or three weeks from when we're recording it to fill the gap. It might be out in six months. Yep. We don't know. Nope. Um, so we're going to do things slightly different to what we did with Celebrity Hunters. We are going to review the series, yep. but we're not quite sure whether we're going to do it episode by episode yet. Mainly because the episodes are so long. So long. They go on forever. Yes. And because it's not on TV like um, Celebrity Hunter was, as in you can watch it together as live. Yes. Um, you know, people have already watched it or whatever. So we're just going to share our thoughts on it as we did the very first series when we started yeah. the podcast, when we sort of ref- were more reflective than uh, than anything else than, re- yes. than reviewing. Um, so, yeah, shall we delve straight in what were your thoughts initial thoughts after watching it last night because there are some significant differences between haunted au and haunted that we know and love i think the first difference which is a big one is there's so many more fugitives you know we're used to seeing what 10 yeah there's eight Teen fugitives on the run. So here. nine pairs as opposed to five. Yeah. And that's a lot of people to keep track of. Yeah, and I think it's a very similar time frame as well. Uh, 21 days. Yeah, in fact, I think sometimes maybe some the UK less ones than been, some of the UK ones. Some have been 28, haven't they? Yeah, so they've got less time, but more fugitives. Mm. Um, and obviously the length of the episode as well. Oh, yeah, and... I think that's just Australian TV in general. Yeah. It is really, really long. Like, you watch Married at First Sight <laughs> winds me right up. You but love it's it. also a good opportunity for me to sleep. And I can get a good hour and a half into a nap. <laughs> and an hour and a half nap, let me tell you, not to be, you know, not, not to be The episodes for Australian TV is a lot longer yeah. than a British one. I'll tell you one thing I did notice, though, obviously, because we're watching it on all four, mm. sorry, Channel 4, Obviously, some of the breaks where there'd be natural breaks on TV in Australia aren't there. No. So then it stops, plays the lovely graphic, which I'm a big fan of, Mm. and then starts again. 
and it recaps and it spends three or four minutes recapping. Mm. If you took all of those three or four minutes where it recapped after every episode out, it'd be a lot quicker to watch. Yeah. Yeah, because you have big recaps. So that's going to frustrate me, as is the number of episodes. Six in the UK, bish, bash, bosh. Nine. Get through it easier. Nine, which is... And because of the time length yeah. as well, it's essentially 12. It's essentially double. Yeah. Because of the, yeah. when you add all the times up and everything. So, yeah, interesting first <laughs> thoughts on it. Um, what did you think when you sort of read about Hunted All Across the World and... Australia, because Australia compared to the UK, well, there there are some, let's say, big differences. Yes. Big differences. Yeah. So I've done a bit of research. You can fit 32 British Isles. So I'm guessing that's counting Scotland, Wales, all the little islands. Yeah. Into Australia. And the fugitives have the whole of Victorian Australia, which is basically the UK. So it's the same size running area, yeah. if you like, but they can't go out of Victoria. No. They have to stay within yeah. Victoria, which I guess when you read it on paper, that sounds a little bit restrictive um, because it's almost like saying, oh, we're just doing it within Mansfield, which is, you know... It's big enough, but not that big. Like no. you would be caught very quickly. But actually, when you scale it up and when you think about the differences that, you know, Victoria is essentially the size of mm. the UK. Yeah. It is still a big plot for those hunters. Yeah. To um to try and hunt them down with, isn't it? Yeah, they've they've still got a very big space to cover. You know, it's still going to be the same as say Jordan trying to get from Scotland to Devon in a day. It's still going to be that sort of time scale that like you're looking at jordan, isn't it? I, well he was the first one that came to Point mind of, of course he is it's jordan sorry jordan <laughs> i did to be fair i did write down yeah um, on my notes yesterday as we were writing it i did write down instead of a sorry jordan yeah i wrote down um sorry jason We've got a Jason in the oh, chopper. Okay. One, of the, one of the hunters yeah. um, was in the chopper early doors and he did miss the fugitives, two of the fugitives oh. as they went into a car park. Yes, he did. So I went from sorry Jordan to sorry Jason. Okay, right. Don't think it's going to catch on as much. No. But nice to know that those parallels are there. <laughs> Talking of parallels, um, yep. let's do pros and cons. just from initial, Before we delve into the episode itself and talk about the mistakes they may or may not make and some of the movements in which they have. Let's talk more about um, pros and cons. So give me something you enjoyed right. and something you didn't enjoy about the show. Ooh. Okay. Um, something that I enjoyed. I quite liked the setup of HQ. Yeah. I liked that we had... So, in the UK, it's just these are our fugitives. Um, in Australia, they had given them pair numbers. So, we had, like, FT1, FT2, and they were, instead of just being stuck on a board, they were also laid out on a table in front of them. Yeah, they had this, like, really cool middle table, yes. didn't they, where everything was. So, they had, like, desks spread all around. They had the big screen... I liked that. It did feel a little bit studio-y to me. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, the UK one, obviously, we know 
it, it's not in the thingy building, whatever it's whatever it's called. That's just the shop that they use. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't feel like a set. It does no. feel like an active office. Mm. Whereas there was one particular corner of the hunted AUHQ. Yeah. That's a mouthful. <laughs> where there's a female um, HQ hunter. I'm not quite sure who it is yet because we've yet to learn all their names. Who is sort of sat in the corner and he's got like this mat in the background and instead of it being a map map it's like on a bluey background with like white whitey gray outlines Ooh. and it just looks like it's been printed on a piece of cheap mm. like plasterboard and just stuck up at stuck up in the corner so it just feels a little bit like set up and cheap okay. in, in that respect yeah but other than that one corner it looks okay it looks brilliant right. i love the fact that you've got that big table in the middle yeah i, I like the, the big table round yeah yeah, it's 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 good in that regard. It's good. Um, I think my my con at the minute is that we've had one episode and we've not moved very far. Yeah, it's a very like slow we're burner. only on like day two, and if if watching Australian Hunted is the first your first introduction to Hunted, I feel like that could maybe put you off a little bit because they've not done a lot. Do you think that's more of a UK viewer? viewpoint because in this country we are used to things being you know anything over than 60 minutes over than 60 minutes is essentially yeah. a film yeah like when we had the episodes of line of duty the series finales and yeah. great dramas like that and they're like extended sometimes they're only extended to like 75 80 minutes and you get an extra 10 minutes sometimes they are an hour and a half yeah i think like one of the um first episodes of one of the early series was like 90 minutes an extended one but that film's like an, feels like an epic film length yeah. like a lot of our films like 120 or you know yeah. between 90 and 120 there's not a lot of Mm-mm. so that time frame does feel like a film yeah. for a UK viewer I yeah. think that's more of a us thing than them thing because they might think well actually 60 minutes is really short and then when you add it adds in like yeah. even with when you actually strip down Celebrity Hunters, you do get a little bit robbed because you've got adverts, but also you've got five, ten minutes at the end, naturally because it is for charity of the charity video. So actually you probably only get half an hour, 40 minute best of action. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Whereas this, you get a lot. I just, I agree though, I think it's a slow burn. Yeah. And the fact that we only, um, we finished on, at the start of day two. Yeah. I don't even think we got halfway day through no. day two. No, and like we were like halfway through, and we're only like three hours in. Yeah, they'd only been on the run for three hours, whereas if that was the UK, we'd be halfway in, and they'd be on like day three. Yeah, and is that because? Is that maybe because we've got less episodes in the UK, so they pack more in? And less fugitives. Yeah, and less fugitives, so we get to see more. But that doesn't make sense, though, does it? Because if you've got more fugitives. All right, you've got more episodes by three and slightly more time lengths. But if you've got more episode, if you've got more fugitives, surely you, they're going to then have less time because we didn't see a lot of them. I think it focused on like three I guess pairs. So maybe. And the UK one does that a little bit as well. It yeah. Focuses, at the first episode, it focuses on. Well, yeah, because you focus on the weak ones who. Yeah. Who sort of draw attention to themselves, as we had here. And they just sort of get rid of those really quickly and then we focus on the others. Mm. It's a tough one. I mean, 
personally, I like the UK style. Of mm. It moves on quicker. But again, this we then get to ask those questions about like what did they do in those times? Yeah. So like when we hopefully get to speak to the Speakmans and Bobby, yeah. we didn't see a lot of Bobby and Saffron. No. Um, in Celebrity Hunted Series 5 until probably episode four. Yeah, there was a lot of times where we didn't see much of them. We literally got like the three second update and that was it. Yeah, they they were off doing something somewhere for a lot of it and we had no idea what they were doing. But I don't know whether that adds to the drama or or not. I guess it depends what they do because I don't really want to see people just walk into a bus stop or getting turned down by three or four members of the public. Yeah. That's boring. I want to see the intense thing. I like I like the pressure being wrapped yeah. up. Pros? That was a bit. That was one of your cons, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I had a pro. Did you? Yeah. The 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 office setup, the big table. Oh yeah. Shows how much I listen. <laughs> Should I do mine? Yeah, go on okay, then. I'll start with I'll start with um, a pro. Okay. I love the fact that um, once it got the voiceover after about twenty minutes of silence. <laughs> was well shot to mm. be fair eventually in the show they did highlight the rules yes so in the uk version they don't always stipulate what the rules are sometimes we get it like when it comes to um the drop off the breakout they did write that down what they the um au hunters called it something um jump point oh quite like jump point um in Fed Square, um, near Prince's Bridge, was the jump point in the AU version. Um, when they get to the jump point in the UK, sometimes the voiceover man will say, the fugitives have been allowed to pre-plan their escape. Yeah. Speaking to associates about getaway vehicles, whereas in the AU version it was very much like, um, the fugitives had no idea where they were going, mate. <laughs> That's the last Australian <laughs> accent that I'm going to do because that's, I know that's offensive to all the Australians that are watching. Oh. Anyway, you get the point. They highlighted the rules. They said, yeah. this is what they've been told. And actually, that really then sets it up for what comes next. Yeah. So, um, they must stay on the move. Yeah. They must attempt to throw the hunters off the scent, which alleviates, although I'm sure there may be still some on Twitter when they watch it, those who go... Uh, why did they call the mum? It was obvious that they were going to call home and ask for help. <laughs> um, they must attempt to throw the hunters off the scent. Yeah. They must do that as part of the game. They must seek help from friends and family. So again, they must reach out. Um, and um, they only had, when they um, set off, an overnight bag and 500 Australian dollars. Which translates to, according it, to Mr. Google, other search engines are available. It translates to £267.52p. So there you go. Um, which is a lot, lot of difference. But obviously, you know, it's their currency, so it goes a long way. Um, and they can only run anywhere in Victoria. Um, how they evade capture is completely up to them again. They've got... Um, the covert camera team. Yeah. And they also surrendered their devices before going on the run. And they've all, you can see when they're running, they've all got um, body cams on yeah. them. that You can see them strapped to all of them. Yeah. Which I think makes it a lot easier. So I think basically that the, the break is 
right, off you go from a TV production point mm. of view. We're not going to hold you up with this because the hunters are on them almost straight away. They've, they've yeah, got, they're there. It didn't look like they were going to be at the start. No. They, uh, what I wrote, one of the first things I wrote down was driven by van under the cover of darkness to Melbourne uh, at 5 a.m. I really liked that because there was there was no voiceover. Yeah. It was dark. You saw the vans going down, and you could you could feel the tension, which I really really liked. That did grip me in mm. early doors. And then obviously the um, the chief, which is former detective superintendent David Craig, Doctor uh, David Craig, Doctor David Craig. I love, by the way, that his surname is Craig. <laughs> Slightly, <laughs> I'm claiming it. Um, <laughs> He comes in and basically says, right, we've got some surveillance in or whatever, you know, um, they're on the run. Here's the registration plate, get on it. So they're, they're not too far behind. So basically not having the camera people chasing them all the time mm -hmm. at the start gives them that bit of advantage. They've yeah. got the body cam, so the fo footage is going to be there. And it's better footage because it literally is on the move from their point of view. Off you go. And then at yeah. later points, once they've made their breakout, the teams can come with them, follow them, and the journeys can yeah can go, which is uh, which is great. So that's my pro: the fact that they outline everything in terms of like rules and everything at the start. I quite like I quite like that. Um, my con is similar to what you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think it's the fact that the episodes are long and they're not very progressive. Yeah. Um, you know, early doors, they are, um, it we, we takes us like 50 minutes to get to four hours. It's, it's, it doesn't move at a pace no. quick enough for me. Um, also, my other con, you mentioned how you like it, how they've given the, the fugitives group names and everything. Yeah. They've done the same with the ground hunters. Yeah. Um, so it's like Team Alpha, Team Bravo, Team Charlie, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which is which is great. But I like in the UK version how we know the hunters' names. Yeah. So they... it's not necessarily like I think when you grade something by letter, that automatically puts on you a rank. And it also takes away that they're people. Yeah. Like we know who all of the hunters are in the UK because names are used yeah whereas like straight away in australia they were using the team names yeah and it just makes it feel a little bit i get why they're doing it because it makes it feel military it mm -hmm. makes it feel like a proper police investig investigation like in the police i mean correct me if i'm wrong police officers out there but you you wouldn't get over the radio would you and go Dave, come in, Dave. Location, Dave. Oh, I'm at the McDonald's Gov. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they'd be call signs and everything. Like, yeah. So there's that professionalism line there. I guess so, yeah. But from a viewer's point of view, I just like the idea of um, knowing the names. I mean, you get to know the names because they're all out there. Um, so we've got Jason, Michelle, Luke, Marco, Clancy, Howie, Kelly, Rhonda, Jeremy and Kim, um, who are the ground hunters. Uh, but they never really say, um, like they do on the UK version, like JP Mel come yeah. in, Jordan, Shaz come in, and as, Team Alpha. And as well, I noticed with The Office, or HQ, when the chief was talking to Ben, it was like, so, Deputy Intelligent, what have you got? Mm. He didn't say, like, we would have had Blexley go, Ben, what have you got for me? Yeah. It was, 
Deputy... Dave and Julie, get out and get your coats. Dave and Julie. It was Deputy Intelligence. What have you got? Yeah. It just... Uh, uh, so it's like, it's calling you by your job role rather than your name. Maybe that's the way they do it. I think, you know, we don't know, do we? Maybe no. that's the way the Australians operate. But I noticed when I was reading the articles for some of the Austra the American versions mm. that it was very similar. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that might be the way that they wanted to do it. Maybe it translates better to a different audience. Maybe. But to me, I, that was, I, I didn't quite like that. Anyway, on the subject of um, the phonetic alphabet and the team names, yep. I am now going to put you to the test. Right. Okay. I would like you to reel off <laughs> the proper oh. phonetic alphabet, okay? And see how many out of the 26 that you okay. can um, that you can get. Are you up for the challenge? Bring it on. Okay, right. So, get me pen just so I can... Uh, so I, I will can not say my silly one. You can do your silly ones after if you okay. want. Okay, we'll, we'll do what we think should be the alphabet afterwards. Right. right. Go. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Hotel, Igloo, J, J. I'm not helping you. J. Oh, for goodness sake, what's J? Juliet. Kilo, Lima, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Quebec, Romeo, Sierra, Tango, Uniform, Victor, UVW. Ooh. No, it's not what my head's saying. Your head's saying Willie's, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> It's not Willie's. I don't know what... Come on, three I, more. I don't know what W is. Just have a guess. Walk. X. X-ray. Y. Yankee. Zulu. Got 23. What did I get wrong? Well, you missed G. You were, you were so busy counting out the alphabet, you went from F to H. So you missed you missed G, which was golf. <laughs> I don't know my alphabet. Um, I think you got I wrong. What did you say for I? Igloo. Yeah, it's India. Oh. Um, uh, S, uh, S, J you struggled with, I think. I did struggle with J. What did you say for J? I can't remember. Juliet. Yeah, I think you've got that then. I can't remember which one you got wrong now. Um, w. You... Oh, yeah, uh, whiskey. Ah, uh, not Willie. Uh, I can't remember which, which other one you, you got wrong, but you missed, you basically missed, you missed the G. Yeah. You got the... Uh, you got I wrong. You got I wrong. And I got W wrong. And then you got W wrong, yeah, so that was it, the three. Yeah, that's three oh, that okay, I'll take that's, that. That's not bad. Um, right, go on then. Um, what's your phonetic alphabet? Now, seeing as you struggled with the alphabet, I'll say the alphabet out Oh, thank you. Time, I'm not good at the alphabet. I know. They I don't teach you that at uni. Yeah, no, obviously not. I don't need to know it. Someone in admin does it. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> a. Animals. B. Biscuits. C. Carrot. D. 
dick. <laughs> Elephant. F. Freddo. G. Giraffe. H. Harry. I. Igloo. J. Jaffa cake. K. Knob. L. Leopard. M. Mustard. N. Natalie. O. Orange. P. Penis. Q. Queen. R. Robot. S. Sandwich. T. Tyrannosaurus. U. Umbrella. V. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Vagina. W. Willie. X. X-ray. Y. Y. Z. Zebra. So if you're ever on the phone and you need to spell something out, there's your alphabet. Always be for biscuits. Always be for biscuits. It's worth it. Right, let's uh, move swiftly on, shall we? Let's talk um, about... Uh, is there anything you think we've missed from the uh, from from the main detail? So we've got they're on the run for twenty one days. Oh, go on. I have how much they win. Yes, go for it. Uh, they win a hundred thousand dollars, which um, in pounds is going to surprise you. It's fifty three thousand five hundred three pounds and fifty nine p. No, it never specifies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whether it's um, U.S. dollars yeah. or Australian dollars. I'm guessing Australian because I've done I've converted from Australian dollars. Okay, so if it's Australian dollars, it's what fifty two grand. Fifty three thousand five hundred three pounds and fifty nine p. You can't split the fifty nine, can you? I can. Uh, if it's American dollars, oh, it's slightly more. If it's American dollars, American. American. Um, it's seventy nine thousand one hundred twenty pounds and eighteen p. Okay. So you get more if it's American dollars, but I'm guessing with them being in Australia, it's going to be Australian dollars. You'd have thought so, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd have thought so. Um, So we've got the prize money. We've got how long they're on the run for. We've got the jump point. We've got um, the ground hunters assembled, you know, Team Biscuit and all that. We've got the (laughs) headquarters um, team assembled with some dodgy looking sets. Um, and we are up and running. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk you through the fugitives. We're going to talk you through a few of their movements early doors in episode one. Um, and then we will um, wrap things up for this episode of our um, Australian Hunted yes. Special. Fugitives then. Obviously, yep. we've got more fugitives in this version than we, we have in the UK version. Um, so we've had to do a little bit of digging because we did try when we watched it to try and scribble down their names, but we paused it so many times the TV thought it was buffering. <laughs> so we gave up, we gave that up and we did a little bit of online research. So whilst we've not watched the full series yet, nope. we do know what happens with them because obviously we've, we've read up about it. Yeah. We're not going to reveal that on here. Nope. So we do urge you to go and watch it and we will always tell you at the start of a podcast which episodes we are talking about and we will try our best not to spoil it um, for you. So mm-hmm. shall we? let's start um, with the Hunters. Uh, and let's start with the Hunters Fugitives, should I say, uh, and talk <laughs> through the team. So you've got the list in front of you. Yep. Talk to me about who we've got, their relationships yep. uh, and their ages and uh, yeah, we'll we'll then we'll pick up who we see in this episode okay. and what they did. Right, so we have pair one, Jacob or Jake. Um, I'm not going to try and pronounce surnames because I'm hopeless. So we've got 
Jacob or Jake, um, Robert slash Rob, they are friends. Jake is 31, Rob is 33. Uh, then pair two, we've got Staffy and Matt, who are friends, who are both 35. Pair three is Lavinia and Nick, who are engaged, and I believe they get married a week after the show finished filming. Um, they are 27 and 30. We've got Puneet and Chris, who are friends, and 33 and 34. Um, we have got... We have got um, Sunny Joe and Grace, who are friends. They are 37 and 26. We've got Karen and Brittany, who are aunt and niece, who are 56 and 27. We've got Courtney and Derek, who are friends, who are 22 and 24. We've got Erin Lee and Jess, who are friends, who are 38 and 28. Um, and we've got Angie and Michelle, who are sisters-in-law, who are 56 and 53. Awesome. Now, we have to tell you that we have had some interaction with... Um some of the fugitives already on social media. When we first started this, actually, yes. we, we got a lot of the Australian ones following us. Um, so we can reveal that coming up, um, we will be um, potentially uh, speaking to some of the um, the Australian fugitives. Yep. We've been planning this for a while um, because we weren't um, able to speak to them until... The series airs over in the UK. And they are out um, of contract. Yes, but now we can. So we just need to arrange a date, but we will be speaking. Um, now that we've got um, some of the celebrity hunted stuff out of the way, we will be speaking to some of the AU fugitives. Yeah. Um, so get your questions in for them. In particular, Sonny Joe and Grace, yes. who we haven't seen too much of yet no nope. we will see them soon in the episodes so let's focus on the i think it's three fugitive yes. teams that we see early doors yeah. isn't it so just tell me a little bit more then about the, the three that we see uh, okay. who we see so first of all we've got jake and rob jake and rob are friends from school um they're 31 and 33 now jake is a police officer so he is the australian version Sarah Kibble. Yes. But unlike with... And there was another one, wasn't there? There was a, there was a, there was a guy, man, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't remember he just retired. He or got caught he by Danny and Nick. Yes, yeah, he did. I can't remember his name. But. I can't remember his name, but... Um, sort of in the UK, with Sarah Kibble, they... Yes, she's a police officer, but they don't take it as to heart. Yeah, they don't. Whereas we see in the Australian one... Um, that they are taking it very personally that Jake is a police officer and he is playing at Fugitive. Yeah, they do not like that, especially no. um, one of the um, office hunters um, who is Graham Symphondora. I hope I've said that right, Graham, who has also reached out <laughs> to us, by the way. Um, so we'll hopefully be spe speaking to him at some point as well. Uh, he is the lead intelligence yes. uh, in uh, hunted HQAU, but he takes it very, very he personally, does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's not a fan of the fact that Jake is a police officer. Um, but yeah, so then Jake's 
um, fugitive partner Rob is a hairdresser and also a special effects artist, mm. which we see straight away come in handy to them. Yes. So these two, I believe, um, obviously get out of the back of the van, leg it to, I think it's a building yeah. where they are in like a lift or toilet. Yes. So I think it's the toilets first. He shaves off his beard. Yeah. So it's, uh, again, I'm going to be really bad with names. Rob. Rob. Um, he shaves off like his beard. So he just has like a mustache. Yeah. Changes his clothes. I think he puts a, a wig of, on as well. Puts a wig on, yeah. Does, yeah. Doesn't he? So they look different. And their plan straight away to get out of the building is to go their separate ways. Yeah, and they're very and the clever. Tube. Yeah, they are actually. About it. So, th so they make sure that they're not dressed the same because the helicopter had been following them because Rob was slightly slower than yes. some of the other fugitives. It's fair to say with, with Rob and, you know, we say this in the nicest way possible, he's larger yes. than the others. So he's carrying a little bit of yeah. carrying a little bit of weight, which the hunters do pick up on it, and that makes them a bit of an easy yes. target. And to be fair, Jake, um, he does sort of recognise this, and I think that's why they their clear plan straight away is let's get inside, let's go undercover, mm. and then let's change. Yeah. We must we must change, and then we must split yeah. to come back. Yeah. Which I think is very very smart actually. And it was very much a you run ahead. I'm going to walk because if I walk, it doesn't draw attention. Yeah. And you look like someone who will run. So they're very smart in their planning. Yeah, absolutely. So it'd be interesting to see how their progression goes. Yeah. Because obviously with, with Jake being a serving police officer, um, that's really going to get under the, the hunter's skin. Mm -hmm. um, and they're really going to want to catch him. So I'm yeah. sure we'll see them feature... Um, quite a lot. Who else have we got? Um, so we also see Erina and Jess, um, who are friends. Um, so we find out a little bit about them. So Jess is a helicopter pilot and a content creator. But we also find out that Jess had cancer when she was younger and lost sight in one of her eyes when she was 12. Um, and Erina is a business owner and she also says that she's a mum um, and she also says that she holds lots of different licences. So I think she says something like jet skis, boat and something else. So they've already got helicopter, jet ski, boat. They've got lots of licences that can come in handy there if they get to use them. Yeah, if they get to use them because we do see them pretty much get followed from the off yes because these two an hour in and by the way i wrote down the time check of the episode just to prove <laughs> my point from earlier on one hour into being on the run uh, it was at 23 minutes and 52 oh seconds on the uh yeah that's on quite the show right. uh, which would obviously be you'd probably be on nearly day two by now yeah. in the, the yeah. uk version uh, but they are the only fugitive team of the nine fugitive teams mm. to not yet get out of the area and you did write down I where did. it is didn't you as so, well thank goodness they started off in melbourne cbd so i i did a little research into what melbourne cbd is um and i know what cba is i get that most friday afternoons <laughs> don't we all <laughs> um so cbd is a central business district um, and that means that it, the central business district is the city's cultural, entertainment and financial heart. So we're talking essentially like um, Trafalgar Square, yeah. um, 
all of those like places. Like Oxford Street in yeah. London. We're talking that sort of... The busiest place. The busiest place. You're in the cent You're in the heart of the city. Cameras, eyes everywhere. Yes. The only thing that's to your advantage is there are also bodies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So that's where they are, where they start off. And Erina and Jess are the last pair to leave that area. And obviously the hunters are on them quite quickly. They, mm -hmm. you know, get eyes on. They try and track them towards, I think, a car park because they get um numerous um things numerous normal civilians turning them down for lifts yes, there's a lot do. of no there's mm -hmm. a lot of blunt nose there is all right mate i, I thought question. australians were like really friendly um and there was a few nose i'm just going shopping or yep. whatever and then eventually they do manage to slip it because they take their time the hunters are obviously on them we also have one of them fall over oh yeah we do don't we i forgot about i think it's yes falls over sort of something raised in the road so it's not the crocodiles and snakes you've got to worry not about the it's crocodiles the crocodiles uh, and snakes it's the the raised yep. platforms of the, the tram network that you need to uh to to worry after um also wrote down a few of the quotes um I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the two friends. Mm. My apologies. My further apologies. <laughs> in brackets, are Australian tra trains actually changing rooms? Because he literally... He does. He does he's change. He's in his pants at one point. Gets his pants out. Oh, dear. My apologies. My further apologies. Um, <laughs> one of the... I think it's actually Jason in the plane um, says, um, eyes on two blondes. Eyes on two... You know, he's, he's just being... He's just describing what he sees. The best quote, though, is yet to come. More on that later, because it does involve uh, Jess and Erina, uh, but that's on day two. Um, eventually, though, they do manage to... Um, oh. he, he do, they do manage to get away, don't they? They do manage to... Um, yes. To, to get away and, and, and slip the net. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to our third focus yes um so pair number three of episode one is angie and michelle who are sisters-in-law i believe michelle is married to angie's brother um we see that angie is struggling a little bit she's got a bit of a knee injury she's sort of hobbling a little bit now angie and michelle i'm just gonna say this right yeah they say they're like friends yeah they ain't friends i think at one point michelle says sister from another mister Nah. Yeah, more like sister is causing her a blister. Yeah. Because, uh, thank you. <laughs> Those two, I immediately said to you when we watched it, in fact, I paused it at one point, turned to you and went, if these two don't have a cat fight like the two, <laughs> the two girls did on X Factor that time, then <laughs> something's wrong. Punch in the face. They, they, don't, they just seemed so angry with each they other. They seemed so, so... They couldn't agree on anything that they were doing either. Yeah. Like, one of them wanted to do something and the other one was like, nah, 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 you're being stupid. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. The pressure really got to um, to them, didn't it? More Re to Michelle than Angie. Yeah. Michelle was very paranoid from the get-go. Um, and I think it impacted on their actions. Yes, very much so um, as we come to the back end of the episode. Mm -hmm. I think we've got one more team that we see, though. Uh, I want to say Nick and Lavina. These are the two that oh, are going to get married. Yes, I I didn't write much about them. Um, so we've got Le uh, Nick and Lavina, um, who are engaged. I believe they say that their wedding is planned for a week after 
the the time on the run he's meant to finish. I mean, to be honest, they've missed a trick there, right? Imagine that their wedding was in the middle of their time on the run. Like, that'd just be incredible. Yeah. Does anybody know of any lawful impediment why these two shouldn't be married? And then you get Jordan bursting in, going, <laughs> Yeah. Nick Lavinia, you have been hunted. Your time on the run is over. <laughs> 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 Quick video just call to the chief. Taking him down. And then, Off you go. And then I do. Bitch, <laughs> Can at least stay for the wedding. Some cake. Have a bit of wedding cake. <laughs> yes. Um, also with these two, um, these two uh, utilise a friend of theirs, whose name, again, apologies, I didn't write down, uh, to get out. And they've got, she's got a newborn baby. <laughs> so there's a shot of Nick and Lavina. Nick on one side, Lavina in the middle, and then the baby in the car. And the look on his face said, A, I do not want a child. <laughs> and B, baby scare me. <laughs> you know, like, you, you remember Gavin and Stacey? Um, and it's one of Smithy's friends. And they yep. go and meet Neil the baby when they have the night out in Wales. Yeah. And he goes, do you want to hold... Do you want to yeah. hold? He goes... Babies freak me out. Like a little <laughs> it, it, that was the look on his face. Um, also, yep. they said that they wanted to be like, spend money and they wanted to have like a good time on the run. Yeah. This guy wanted to basically spunk their entire budget of $200 cash and $300 on a credit card. Yeah. Uh, debit card, sorry. In the first day, when they try and um, book in and have a room in a spa at the Grand Hotel which I think was something like $130 a night. It was. $130 for one night stay. That's absolutely ridiculous. Why would you... Why would you... Because it, it didn't look like it got too far either. No. Why on earth, when they're on your tail, would you want to put your feet up and relax? Straight away as well. You do that on, like, day 12 when you're halfway in. Yeah. When you're struggling for money, when you're low on money, you've got a budget. You've got to yeah. get down and dirty. And, like, she even said, we've got a spending problem. And he was just sort of like, eh. Yeah. I mean, we've got a problem about sweets. And books. And books. We have a spending problem in that regard. But we're not spunking 120 quid, 130 quid on a hotel called the Grand God, Hotel. No. We went to a hotel called the Grand Hotel once. It wasn't grand. It was not grand. No. Anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. Really? Um, so we have those two. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like they've got a fair bit of money in the back pocket because I think the hunters are talking about the, the properties that they own and their ages and yeah. stuff. And one of them says, they probably have a wedding planner. Let's yes. be realistic. Very funny quote. Um, back to Angie and Michelle before we go back to okay. um, uh, Jess and Erina. Yeah. Because Angie and Michelle do then take a lot of the focus of the, the show. They do. When we are two just two hours into the run, the net is closing in onto these two. Um, and they seriously underestimate what the hunters can do. Michelle's paranoia is setting in early yeah and she even says i hope this is not a rookie error because they have already um tried to make their escape with a few with an associate called jackie yeah um obviously the hunters have got their their devices and they've made the stereotypical mistake of failing to delete your call history failing to wipe your phone they've left traces left right and center they've left and a big they message are on jackie like a kangaroo mm -hmm. jumping down the road. That's a really yep. shit 
Australian <laughs> stereotypical um, analogy. But that's all I've got. Okay. Um, yeah, they're straight on Jackie. And they also, the hunters make a little error. Yes. Because they accidentally phone Jackie from Angie's phone, which, you know, they Angie and Jackie realise. Jackie phones Angie's phone back, but they don't an the hunters don't answer. But that doesn't seem to make Angie think, oh, they know we're here. She's just sort of like, well, they didn't answer, so it's fine. Yeah, and it doesn't make them sort of think, well... They, they think they're okay there, mm. um, but then it's hard to explain this. Michelle has a change of heart as the paranoia sets in, and she decides that they need to leave that location and go to a hotel or a, 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 a yeah. B&B or whatever and need to get out of there. Yeah. So they go from house yeah. to hotel. Yeah. I think possibly pay for a room. No, they get told there is no room. Okay. They're sat in the lobby then. Yeah. Bottle it. Yeah. And rather than go, there's no room, right, let's go and camp. Yeah. Or seek refuge with someone. Go back to the house. Yeah. What a fucking moronic yeah. thing to do. And the hunters are already circling the block. Yeah. By the time Team they... Delta. Not the hunters. Team Delta. Sorry. Sorry, team... Oh, no, we can't. No, we can't, can't use our use... alphabet and say dicks, can we? We're going to have to say... Team like, Donut. Team Donuts. Team Donuts are already... No, not right now. Team Donut... Can we go and get one after? Yeah, we can go and get a donut after. Team Donut are already circling the block. Because um, I think that's what they call it in Australia, a block. That's what they do in America. So, well, yeah. they're already circling the area um, when Angie and Michelle go back to Jackie's. Yes. So they're already in trouble. Yeah. And um, Angie is already struggling. She's... Pissed off very quickly. I wrote. I wrote down. Angie equals pissed off very quickly. <laughs> also, needs to do some digging because she said that she wanted to experience what her dad experienced in the fifties. Yes. He was in London gangs. Yeah. I. Well, why have we not unpacked that? Yeah. She said that her dad was part of like some big London gang in the fifties or sixties. Yeah. It's it's strange, but. I wanted the show to dig into that a little bit more. And she says that she wants to sort of experience what he experienced and maybe get an understanding of the things that he did. So I can understand why they did that from that point of view, because it's almost that thing of, I want to delve into my history a little bit. But she's physically struggling and she gets pissed off very quickly. I would not like to be the, to be them at Christmas. I would not like to spend Christmas around their house. No. Nope. Play a Monopoly. No. Nope. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so she gets annoyed very, very quickly. And she's very much led by Michelle's decisions. And Michelle's decision to go back to Jackie's house mm -hmm. is uh, ridiculous because Team Delta are asked, what's your current location? Their response, bloody close. <laughs> Big fan of that, Team Delta. Well done. <laughs> so obviously she's wanting to feel that, like we say, um, 1950s, yeah. I think she said. 1950s, 1960s. That's got to be Cray Twins train robbery yes. era, right? Yeah, Cray Twins territory. Train robbery was early 60s. Cray Twins is more like 50s. To 60s, I think. And Cray Twins obviously had rival gangs. Yes. So 
we're not quite sure what he would have been involved no. in, if he was involved in any of that at all, of yeah, course. Yeah, but potentially he could have been. But obviously they were the prominent crime-related yes. things in the 50s. So yeah. we'll move swiftly on from we that. We will do. Um, but obviously we know why she's on the run. She wants to experience a little bit of the life of being on the yes. run. But like we said, she's physically struggling and she's getting very angry um, <laughs> or very pissed off very quickly at um, Michelle's decisions. Um, and like we were saying, Michelle's decisions to leave them back to the house draw Team Delta in, they eventually have the covert camera on and it's just a case then, isn't it, of just, sitting and waiting? Just waiting and they're going to leave at some point. And we're only four hours in. Yeah. Four hours in and they are already... On them. On them and yeah. probably about to be caught. Yeah. Well, no probably about it. No. Um, so we have Team Donut in their car outside. Uh, we have the cameras on all access points and I think then once they've got all the cameras up we then go to day two yes so day two we get an update a uk style update of we do some of the fugitives but not all of them no um so uh punny and chris uh punny also follows on twitter by the way oh okay um staffy and matthew is it yes uh derek and courtney yeah uh they're at an atm and get uh they've been they've had an atm hit of them getting their cash out and then yep. that's where we leave them um, and then it focuses on Michelle and Angie and Jess and Erina. Mm -hmm. um, Michelle and Angie, um, well, the game is on. Yeah. Team Delta are there. HQ are monitoring, HQ are monitoring the camera. Um, and they, HQ, in fact, not just HQ, not any member of HQ, Deputy Intelligence, a.k.a. Mr. Ben Owen, ben. our very own, says they're probably having a cup of tea with Jackie and hatching a plan. We want to fuck that up. Cuts to them having a cup of tea <laughs> with Jackie making a plan. They ask Jackie to give them a lift um, to their next associate. And uh, they are off. They decide to They go out the gate. They hear a car. Yeah. Jackie has a little look through the fence, yeah. spots a hunter's car. Mm -hmm. And then they decide, right, I'm going to go out of that gate. I'm going to take my car and go out of that gate so the hunters will follow the yes. car. What they haven't banked on is the fact that they've got the, the camera. Yeah. And it literally watches them walk out the grate yes. and, and tracks them. They hide in someone else's garden, waking, waiting for Jackie to uh, pick them up, yep. which is their second mistake. Because they sort of think that the car's not going to follow Jackie. Once it realises that it's just Jackie, they think that it's not going to follow. Yeah, I think they think that it will follow because they'll think that they're inside it. Yeah. If that makes sense. But then they, I think they think that once they yeah. see it's empty, they're going to give up. So mistake number one, going back to Jackie's in the first yeah. place. Mistake number two, staying put. They wait for Jackie to come and yeah. pick them up. She circles the rock to come and pick them up. And literally as they step out, Hunter's team Delta drives past. Team Donuts drives past, sorry. And <laughs> um, the foot chase is on. Yeah. Now this is where I've got a little bit of disappointment, right? UK version. They split. Music ramps up. Yeah. The hunters split. Yeah. One goes after one. One goes after the other. Mm -hmm. Captures in the bag. Dramatic. It's very dab. It's very Yeah, drab. I didn't even know that she'd been captured until she was on the floor. There was no celebrating. No. Or, or anything in HQ. There was no, like, foot chase. It was literally, one goes that way, one goes the other. Cuts to, they've been she's been captured. Yeah. What the it fuck? It was very lacking. Yeah, very lacklustre. Yeah. I think the word, yeah. Lacklustre will go with. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't take being captured very well, no, does she? No, Michelle's a little bit angry. Yeah. 
She's the first one out after two days. Yeah. Um, and they ask, she asks, Michelle asks, where's Angie? And the hunters just say to the camera when they're asked, when the chief asks the same question, oh, she got away in the car. But why? Why are you, why are you not splitting up? One following Michelle, one following Angie. We know that Angie's injured. And HQ struggling. know that she's injured and struggling. Really struggling. She's an easy capture. She was the easier target of the yeah. two. I understand getting the strong one, getting them out, but why it doesn't take two of you? Never in the UK have we had it when there's two hunters, two fugitives, and they both go after the same one. Yeah. No, you split. The only time that happens is when they stay together. Yeah. And even then they split. Like when we see the very first capture in Mansfield... Um, the, <laughs> those who get off the bus and walk yeah. through the town centre out to fucking nowhere uh, anyway they go to spoons ofs um, oh that's a good idea isn't it um, we've just theorised <laughs> how we're spending the rest of our day <laughs> um, you know Nick and Danny yeah um, are both on them they both circle them yeah. and it's, it, they take one each yeah I don't get why both of Team Delta chase one person no. I don't get why one doesn't go after no and we're going to have to delve into that um, because essentially, that could open the game up now for Michelle to go on um, alone. Yeah. Um, anyway, we leave it with Michelle um, out first and being so angry. I actually thought she was going to fight with the, the hunter. Maybe that's why they cut it. Maybe, because she got really angry and fought And them. didn't take it well. Yeah. Um, we know that even in the UK one, the very first capture in Mansfield. Oh my God, they were so angry. They were so angry. And we've... You know, I've since spoken to, to Danny, who has not told us the full story, no. but we will get that one day. Yeah. Um, as told us it, it didn't go as smoothly as what yeah. it looked on telly. So um, there's all that. Right. We move on from them. Obviously, Michelle's got away. No, Angie has got away in the car yeah. with Jackie. Um, no doubt they'll pick up that trail in the next episode. Jess and Erina. Yes. I'm going to go back to yesterday now. Right, back okay. Day one. Um, they... They're in a place called Merton with an associate called Chloe who gives them tent and supplies. And they go and camp out, and I love this, in Mansfield, Australia. All <laughs> the stags. There's more than one Mansfield in the world. I think and it's, I just, it's just a bit of lovely <laughs> Obviously completely unintentional, but a lovely tie yes. to the first episode of Hunter yeah. UK and Hunter AU. I love it. Yeah, we get we get another Mansfield. It's a rural town in Australia. It is. But also, you know, when I was talking in the intro about snakes and yeah. um, crocodiles, yeah, beware the grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know grasshoppers could be so scary. I, I had to Google. I mean, you know, I had to have a look at this. They're not massive. No, they're not. It's just like a bug. Yeah, and it just, just sort of just sort of goes like cheep 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 cheep. They're not poisonous or anything. Are they? No, yes, we are. get grasshoppers. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing scary. Like, had a Jess had a like a proper meltdown, <laughs> ran off crying and everything. Um, right, so they camped out in Mansfield, yeah, and I'm sure they had a lovely night. Um, did. And then on day two, we picked them up again after camping overnight. Yeah, they've convinced some locals to give them a lift out of Mansfield on back roads. Yeah, um, but before they do that, they obviously like at a garage or whatever. And the car was picked up on CCTV. Mm -hmm. But um, Erina 
after taking money out of an ATM. That's where the hunters are able to pick them yep. up from. Using Jess's card. Using Jess's card. Um, follow and pick up the car on CCTV. She is convinced that the car wouldn't be picked up on CCTV. She was adamant it she wouldn't was. be picked up on yeah. CCTV. Not only was it picked up on CCTV, hmm? it's also, excuse me, installed with telematics. Which we know the hunters can access remotely and track every single step of their journey. And it's the Charlie team who are en route to pick up the Chocolate trail. team. Uh, yeah, all right, we'll go chocolate. Chocolate team. Um, and it's one of them is Howie. Uh, they're Ooh. 40 kilometres behind. Now, I need to do conversions again because I can't do kilometres. I'm on it. It's miles. It's, I'm on it, it. It's pounds and miles, please. I'm on it. We're looking at kilometres. It must... Kilometres. How many kilometres are we? 40 kilometres out. Uh, just under 29 miles. Okay, so 29 miles out then, just under. Uh, and they are heading to a caravan park called Lake Sambel in Beechworth, mm. um, which is where they camp down for the night they get an unelectric pitch so cheap as they can possibly yeah. um, camp they're looking to try and stay there and then move on the next day yeah um we then get um the hunters being told to get their get your running shoes on yeah and yeah my favorite quote of the entire show yeah and this just shows how wrong my mind is yeah and how some languages just don't translate well into i know exactly in, into, where you're going into uh, into english don't penetrate inside the tent yep you can open the tent but you can't, can't penetrate, penetrate inside it <laughs> and that caused us to have a laughing fit we had to we had to pause minutes. we had to pause the show and have a laughing fit because that's how childish we are that the thought of him saying he can he can't penetrate it <laughs> I'm you can so open sorry, it, but you, but you can't, can't penetrate, penetrate it. it. I'm so, so sorry. Um, can we also just go back? Um, you said that the hunters had their running shoes on. Ben also had his capture pants on. Now, now this is the opposite, isn't it? Because in America, yeah. pants are like jeans, trousers. Yeah, and I think also in Australia, potentially pants are like your trousers. Yeah. Whereas here, pants are your pants. So I want to know from Ben. Is it pants, pants? As in underwear pants yeah. or trouser trousers. pants. Yeah. Which which one are your capture pants? Yeah, we need to find out this information. That is a question that we will yeah. ask. Um, anyway, the Charlie team are not penetrating inside the tent. No, nope, they're just opening. Howie is refusing to penetrate inside the tent. No Good penetrating. On. Good lad, Howie. <laughs> um, and uh, that is it. They, they are off. They're now walking round the tents. Yes. Is there any, anyone in there? And then if you're not answering... They're shouting Jess and Erin as well. Now, they're told not to penetrate inside the tents, yeah. right? Which obviously doesn't mean what we nope, perceive nope. it to mean. Everyone get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> Including um, you. <laughs> it means don't go in the tent. Yeah, don't go inside. Yeah, they open the tent. What happens yeah. if there's a couple who do think penetrating... That do want to penetrate inside the tent, that are <laughs> penetrating inside the tent... As Team Charlie opening up the camera. I did ever think that. I did think about that. Like, what if someone's having a bit of... Um, Daytime, a special cuddle. Car. They're having a special adult cuddle. Yeah, keeping warm. Yeah. Not like you need to in Australia, no. Um, And then you've got Howie opening the tent. Like, hello, anyone in there? No, uh, I don't mind. Oh, no. Sorry, as you were. 
But yeah, they were just like opening people's tents. Yeah, so they didn't listen to the instruction of don't penetrate inside the tent. No. Um, and then they got to one tent and yep. the, the HQ team, as they were watching the footage, said, is it then? Bang, credits roll. Yes. And that is where we left it. And we also then got a next time. Yeah, we don't get this in the UK. No. We got like a coming up on Hunted or something that showed like, it didn't show exactly what happened. It just showed little clips of people of something that might happen, but not enough to give the game away. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we've still got more fugitives to find out more about their personalities. We have. We've still got more fugitives journey to find. Mm -hmm. We'll be back next time with another episode to look back on some of the things they did, compare where they go, the things that they do. Yeah. Because obviously in the UK, the weather is warm when they film it because they yeah. always film it in the summer when it's like, like when they've done Celebrity Hunted in this series of Civilian, yeah. we know it was in the middle of that heat wave. Yeah, which was year, horrendous. Which is horrendous, but Australia's used to that. Yes. So there'll be a lot more outdoor with AU, yes. I think. Whereas sometimes with the UK, there's a lot of indoor, like we saw the Speakmans go to Heart Studios, yeah. go and play in the Crystal Maze, go to Alison Hammond's house. And there's a lot of, it's a good mixture and balance of yeah. indoor versus out, whereas AU, there's not. I'm quite looking forward to seeing more outdoor, mm. more rough in it, completely going off-grid. Because that, for me, is what Hunter yes. should be yeah. about. Yeah, I want to see more off-grid like we got in the first series of the UK. Yeah, and I think that's why Angie and Michelle are so paranoid, because the heat, they want to keep running, mm -hmm. the tension is on, and I think that will... In that climate, yeah. I think that's going to magnify it. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes across mm. on camera. Um, so, yeah, make sure you join us next time if uh, to talk all things about that. If you've got any questions about Hunted AU or any comments on the episodes, then do join us. We're still not sure as we record this what we're going to do, whether we're going to do it episode by nope. episode or not. My gut feeling is that we'll probably try and put two episodes into one. Yes. Um, and try and condense it that way. Otherwise, we're going to be doing like nine episodes worth. And we also don't know when, as we speak now, mm -hmm. when the civilian UK version... No, come we've not been told. Priority. Yeah. So um, we're going to try and condense it as much as we can because we also, rather than wanting to do reviews on this mm. one, we want to speak to the people on it. Yes. We've obviously got a couple of the fugitives lined up. We've got a couple of the hunters lined up we want to speak to ben yes especially to try and hear about the comparisons between being a hunter in the uk and mm. being a chief and leading in the yeah. uk and obviously now being back as deputy again and also we mentioned an interesting comment um early doors about some of the tech that they've got available to yes them, um, and some of the powers they've got available to them so i want to find out a little bit more about that from the people that were involved mm -hmm. in it, if that makes sense. But as always, if you're new to us and you want to get involved, please feel free to do so. Reach out on social media. Here's how. Uh, Twitter, at HuntedPod. Instagram, at HuntedPod. Facebook, it's HuntedPod. Or you can email us, HuntedPod at Outlook.com. And please say something. Don't just say hi in your name. Give us a question. Give us a comment. Something, please. Yeah, maybe you've helped somebody that's been on the run. Maybe you saw it being filmed or... Um, work in that particular field or something yeah. like that then please uh, do that also if you're on Twitter don't be a dipshit be kind and don't make it personal yeah we don't need if that if you've got a comment make it but don't make it about a person and don't don't reply to them and say it about them let's be nice I'm all for healthy debate and having discussions about mm. the show and people's perceptions of it but when it comes down to pointless name calling yeah 
don't. And can we put so put something out there that we've said multiple times? Yes, the hunters wear the same thing all the time. Yes, but they have multiple versions of the same outfit for continuity purposes. It is not filmed in one day and made to look like it is three weeks. No. Just watch, binge, this is from someone on Facebook, just binge watch Hunter Australia. And I have a question. 21 days on the run in every scene of Hunter HQ, the experts wear the same clothes. Why? Was it all filmed on one day and made to look like it covered three weeks? If so, the scenes become acted and we are being taken for a bit of a ride. Can anyone clear this up? Well, and there's 51 comments to this. Um, I think my favourite one um, was this one. Do police wear different uniforms? No. They no. have the same uniform replicated over a number of things, so they're not wearing the same one every single day. Um, my father was a television presenter and reported on holidays. He would take four or five identical shirts with continuity so the viewers weren't distracted by what was filmed on what day. It's the same clothes. It's the same with Hunter UK. All wear the same clothes. Thinking face. Someone put uniform. Someone called Craig put continuity in the eye uh, thing, which has got three <laughs> lights on there. Um, some, uh, someone also commented, yes, in the UK one, we kept waiting for Lisa to change her top. Same every blinking episode. Look, it's continuity. It's not the same top. It's... They all have multiple versions. It's the same with Bake Off and Dragon's Den. It's so that they can just mash stuff together. The thing that got me about this one, when one of the guys was dressed up as a lady and making the call for extraction, they, hunters, checked the CCTV and you could see the cameraman. So they definitely knew it was him. They had an angry face. Look, it's filmed by a covert cameraman, but, you know, they are going to get on camera at mm -hmm. some point, aren't they? It's, it's uh, just... Don't be yourself. a dipshit. Yeah. Also, someone's replied, the camera guys don't always carry the large camera. Sometimes they are just using GoPros. Exactly this. So, you know, there are differences between cameras yeah. like for example we filmed a little bit of this today we because have. we want to try something different on instagram um you, you know we've got a little camera handheld camcorder which you could easily like have in your pocket yeah. or have in your hands like you're carrying around and we've got a bigger more broadcastable camera which you would definitely see yeah. you know you can get pinhole button cameras now it's mm -hmm. just about the camera they're using at the yeah. time Get over yourselves. It's a TV show, <laughs> for goodness sake. Uh, by the way, if you want to uh, watch um, Australian Hunted and you've, you've not watched it and you've listened to this podcast, we did warn you before the start there'd be spoilers. We did. Go to the Channel 4 app. used to be all four. Channel4.com, whatever it is, and all episodes are available on there. Make sure you join us uh, next time uh, to get involved. And if you've liked the episode, please make sure you... Like, rate, subscribe, and make sure you tell your friends all about it as well. Right, all that's left to say is your time on the pod is over. You have been hunted, and we'll see you next time for another review of Hunted AU. Bye. Bye. Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheme me Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me